Good morning, Alliance, rock stars, and powerhouse. This is Tori Williston, and today is Thursday, March 21st, 2019. This is the WBBS call, which stands for We Build Brighter Futures. Um, we are going over ATM and home presentation today, and I just wanted to go over a few things before we get into that. Um, I really want to thank uh, Jeremy Patton and Paul Roberts and Andy Albright for um, cre Andy Albright for creating the system that we have here at the Alliance, but definitely Paul and Jeremy for um, believing in me and asking me and allowing me to be on this call to uh, talk to all of you today. Um, it means the world to me that uh, they think so highly of me and they believe in me. So. I'm very, very proud to be a part of the Powerhouse organization and also the Rockstars organization. And um, we're going to take over the world, baby. That's what we're doing right here. So um, Andy Albright, has I talked about it a lot yesterday, but he's created an amazing system here at the Alliance. And um, he's an engineer. If you guys have not met Andy or read any of his books, um, that's okay. But I definitely recommend doing that. Uh, but that really gives you an insight to who he is, and he is a engineer by trade, and so he just that's how his brain works. He is incredibly smart. He comes up with systems, and that's what he's done here at the Alliance. Um, and one of those systems is the ATM, which is our in-home presentation that we use. So, um, one thing I do want to go over with you guys is. Uh, I mean, I could sit here and go through the entire ATM with you, but um, it's not going to be as beneficial as if you used all of the resources that were available for you. So what I mean by that is we have NAA University that is a great resource. Um, you get to watch people like Justin Balick do the in-home presentation. Um, he's killing it in this business, and he's really good at what he does. So top producers doing what they do best and they're videoing them so you can watch them and how they're doing this. Um, why is that important? It's not just about the words that you say when you're in the home. It's <clears throat> the feeling that you create. It's the body gestures that you have. All of those things go into having a great in-home presentation. And why is a great in-home presentation important? Well, when you have a great in-home presentation, you are confident and comfortable with what you're doing and what you're saying, and your client is confident and comfortable that you can take care of them, and your sales will go through the roof. So NAA University is a great resource. Um, also, we have these, the WBBS calls. I can't tell you how many great nuggets of goodness I've gotten from these calls. Uh, we rotate leaders uh, that do these calls, and so you get a different perspective and a different take from every single one. Um, Dante Williams taught me amazing things whenever I first got into this business by listening to him on this call. Um, I don't like to name names, but he's one. I'll go into that here in a little bit. Um, Mike Rodriguez, I've learned so much from Mike Rodriguez as far as the little things that you don't realize you might be making big mistakes in. 
or that can make a big difference and a great positive change just by minor tweaks in your in-home presentation as far as body movement, um, how you ask a question. So um, definitely get on these WBBS calls every Wednesday and Thursday uh, to go over mindset and script on Wednesday and ATM on Thursday. But if you can't get on them, which I definitely recommend to try and do that, and even if you do, um, we have a Rockstars podcast where all of these calls are captured and recorded, and you guys can go back and listen to them. So it's great audio for your car uh, when you're driving to these appointments. It really kind of helps you think about different things that you could change and modify to help improve your in-home presentation. It's something that I do on a regular basis. Um, so the other thing, uh, Dr. Phil had said this um, in one of his trainings. I'm not sure if it was on a WBBF call or if it was like actually in an uh, in-person training, but he had talked about practicing, you know, practice the ATM. And that sounds like, well, yeah, okay, not practice. Well, you don't want to practice in the home. That's game time. So if we were considered athletes, if we were considered NBA stars, uh, they practice 90% more than what they play in a game. So that's the type of mindset that we need to have about the ATM. So he talks about practicing in the mirror. Um, it might feel silly to do it, but when you practice in the mirror, you're catching and you're seeing things that your client sees because you have a reflection looking back at you. Um, uh, my mom has always told me that my, my, my mouth might tell you one thing, but my face will tell you exactly what I'm thinking. Um, I was blessed with <laughs> the ability to show a lot of expression on my face. <clears throat> So that's a double-edged sword sometimes, and what I've had to learn to do is to control my face. So uh, practicing in the mirror is super important because then I can see whenever I'm saying something, if I look like I'm smelling something bad or if I look like I'm being judgmental when I ask the question. So uh, practice in the mirror. The other thing that I like to do, and I just recently started doing this, is um, practice with family members. Um, now, you know, that's, that's not always easy. A lot of times, like if you have adult family members, uh, they might be busy and they're thinking you might want to sell them something. Well, so what I've done is I actually, my kids, they're awesome. I've got my son who is 13, I'm 14, and my daughter who is 7, um, I sat down with them and I asked them, I said, hey, can I practice my ATM with you guys? And they were like, well, sure, what does that mean? And so what we've done is they get to pick a character. So they get to give themselves a name and an age and what they're looking to do and what type of coverage they're wanting to have, and we role play. And, A, it's a really fun thing that we get to do together, and we laugh and we have a good time. But B, I'm getting practice in. I'm getting comfortable with the pages in the ATM and what's next and so and asking questions. So um, that's another great thing that you can do is practice with family and friends. Um, I want to talk for a minute about your mindset um, going into the appointment. It's 
super important to have a clear head when you walk into these people's homes. We all have junk going on in our life, you know. We, you know, I'm going through stuff, you're going through stuff. If you're not going through stuff, you're probably going to go through stuff, and that's just the way life works. If you guys can, what I've done and what something that Mike Rodriguez had said to me is, if we can take the perspective that going into the home is our escape from the daily troubles that we have or the weights that we carry around, if we can leave that in our car, it's actually a really enjoyable experience to go in and focus on somebody else for the next hour to hour and a half of our life. And I try and do that every single time that I go and see somebody. Um, I'm listening to audio on my way to these appointments. I don't listen to the radio um, on my way to these appointments. There's a lot of, um, you know, negative connotation in music nowadays. I'm not going to preach to you guys about that. But it's really important what you're putting into your mind. So I listen to WBBS recordings. I listen to uh, Stephen Burdick. He's a, a pastor and minister that I have, uh, that I follow on a podcast. Um, I listen to the uh, the Wednesday call with Andy Albright or the activity call. So I'm putting positive things in my head and I am filling my heart and my head with love and gratitude for what I get to do. So that way, whenever I go into the home, all it does is pour out of me. Um, a big thing that I definitely want to just take a second to touch on is show up. You know, um, there's been times I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys that I've set an appointment and I, or I've set three or four appointments and then um, a few of them have called and canceled on me. And so I have like maybe one or two and I don't go or I haven't gone. And you can't take care of somebody if you don't show up. So that's something that I tell myself every single time, if somebody calls and cancels, I need to go do door knocks. I need to get on the phone and book more appointments. You've got to show up. You can't help anybody if you're sitting at home. So um, show up. That, you know, Jeremy Patton says it all the time. Amazing things happen when you show up. So show up to the appointment. Um, now, like I said, I'm listening to good audio whenever I'm on my way, and um, I've got their address in my GPS. And one thing that I learned from Dante Williams on one of these WBDF calls was that whenever I get into the neighborhood, um, I drive by the house. So sometimes that's easier than others, depending on where your client is at. Um, if you're out in the country, <laughs> which sometimes we are, um, it, you might drive by and then not be able to get a turn off to turn back around. But just kind of be aware of your surroundings. And what I like to do is I like to drive by the house, kind of get my eye on it so I know what I'm uh, about to walk into. And then I turn around and I come back and I park um, in front of the house. I don't ever park in someone's driveway um, if I can help it. Now, like I said, there's sometimes that we are running business out in the country, and so you have to kind of take 
their uh, their drive up to their property, and that's okay. Um, the whole point of not parking in the driveway is because if somebody else in the household, um, if they're having multi-generations there, if they need to leave and you're blocking them in, then you have to leave your in-home presentation and any momentum you might have had to move your car. And, you know, it's just, it's avoidable. So park out front. Make sure you're parking the right way on the street if you are in the city limits. Uh, you definitely don't want to get uh, towed or um, a ticket for parking illegally, so make sure you're parking the right way. And then I get my, I pull up, I park, I get my lead out, I get my ATM, and I make sure that I have uh, paper apps for any application that I can write. Um, E-apps are great, and they're super fast, they're very convenient, but you might not always be able to plug into the internet or be able to get coverage where you're at. So it's important to have paper applications because it's a great backup, okay? Not to mention for me, it's one thing that I like to look at to help me figure out which company is going to work for the client. I just go through the questionnaire on the paper app, even if I'm going to put in an electronic app. Um, so I parked my car. I've got, my app, uh, I've got my apps in my bag, I've got my ATM in my hand, and I've got my lead on top of my ATM. And the last thing that I need is my smile, okay? So I step out of the car and I wave at the house. Now, you might feel silly doing this, but you don't know who's peeking through the windows. <laughs> um, and if they're peeking through the windows and they see you wave, they're like, oh, shoot, they saw me and they're gonna answer their door where they might not have before. So I wave at the house and I'm smiling. And I walk up to the house and I'm noticing things about the house as I'm walking up. I'm looking at their yard art. I'm looking at their landscaping. I'm looking at different things that can help me connect to this person. Um, you know, sometimes you might not walk into the nicest um, house or you might not walk into the nicest property, try and find something that you can pick out that shows that they've put in some sort of effort or they care, okay? It might not be up to what yours or my standards are, but that doesn't matter. It's something that they care about. So that's important when you're trying to connect with your client. So I'm looking around, taking in my surroundings, still smiling, and then I knock on people's doors. I, um, I don't use doorbells. Um, I would say probably 75% of the time they don't work. Um, my doorbell at my house at home does not work. So I knock on the door. And when I knock on the door, I do a friendly knock like this. Now, you don't want to sound like the police and bang on somebody's front door. You want to have a firm knock and the the friendly knock makes it sound like, oh, that must be somebody that knows me or that I know. And so then I wait, and uh, when they come to the door, I'm smiling, and I say, hi, Bob. My name's Tori. We had an appointment today at 3.30. So nice to meet you. And I stick my hand out to shake his hand, and when I do that, I take a step forward with my opposite foot. Now, what this does is it shows Bob that I'm coming in the house. Um, that way, you don't get 
stuck on the front porch, and uh, they go to shake your hand, and then they allow you to come in the house. Once you get in the house, it's important to once again be looking at your surroundings, be taking things in, and um, really find uh, different ways that you can connect with your client. It's also a great way for you to overcome objections later on. Um, if they've got a big screen TV or they've got uh, really nice uh, just extra things that, they're, uh, that they've purchased and then they try and tell you later on that they don't have the money, um, if you've already pointed out, hey, I love this, that's awesome, that's an amazing, how many inches is that TV, 72? Then they already know that you are paying attention and they probably can't use that excuse later on. <laughs> so um, just complement the things that you see in someone's house. Pick out family pictures. Um, try and find the things that are important to them. So, um, I'm not going to dive too deep into the actual ATM. I really feel like if you guys utilize the NAA University and um, these WBBS calls, you're going to be and do the practice, you're going to get used to it. It's, it's the same every single time. Um, you are getting to know the client uh, with the about me part. Uh, there's a few things that I wanted to go over. Um, when you're asking questions, it's important to listen. And you might say, well, yeah. Obviously, um, I was uh, blessed enough to go to the Louisville Advanced Training last night with my kids, and we played a game there um, that was about listening. And it's crazy how in today's society, you would be surprised how many people don't listen. Um, they start listening about halfway through when somebody starts to talk to them is one thing. <laughs> they also, um, if they are listening, it's only halfway so they can figure out what they want to say in return. They're really waiting for their turn to talk. Let's not be these people. Let's really listen to understand and to connect and to really dig deep with our clients. So Jeremy Patton uh, showed me one time, I was been uh, seeing clients for a few months, and then I went on a ride-along with him uh, because I couldn't figure out what, what I was doing wrong in the home. And what I realized is I was talking too much. I was talking to connect with my clients as opposed to listening. One thing Jeremy Patton is amazing at and why he's great in the home is because he asks questions, and then he shuts up, and he listens and he smiles. And he doesn't have just a laundry list of questions that he has in his head to ask. He asks a question and he listens to the response and then he asks a follow-up question to dig deeper. Uh, so to give you an example of what that is, it'd be like, so Bob, Sue, have you lived in this house long? Oh, wow, you've lived here for 30 years? Tell me about that. What made you move here? And then they give you their story. And then you wait. There's power in the pause. It's uncomfortable to have silence in today's society. People are very uncomfortable with it, um, especially you whenever you are in someone else's home and you feel like you're not quite comfortable with what you might be doing. It's okay. It's okay to pause and wait and listen. 
There's power in that. What it shows the client is that you care enough to listen. So listen, listen, listen. Um, Listen to understand. Seek to understand before you seek to be understood. Um, I don't know if I got that quote just correct, completely correct. Uh, Dustin Craig had said it last night, and it was – I loved it. So um, what's that mean? That means that we ask questions to really know and understand why we're there. I mean, we have a lead in front of us that can tell us that they're looking for mortgage protection. But there's been times that I've gone on a a final expense lead, and really what they were looking for is they were looking for something that would take care of their reverse mortgage. Um, So – I wouldn't have known that if I was trying to sell them a burial policy just because that's what the lead told me. So really asking questions, learning about who our clients are, listening, smiling, digging deep in the questions, and really help them tap into the emotion of why this is important to them. So when we're asking questions, if you've not ever played the question game, I recommend asking uh, somebody at your hotspot if that's something that you guys could do in an advanced training sometimes because it's a great way to really expand the types of questions that you're asking. But ask questions in regards to feelings and emotions and sensory questions. How did that feel? What was that like? Oh, man, tell me. Um what did that taste like? They're talking about, you know, a great pie that they had whenever they met their wife. Um, what kind of pie was it? Oh, man, where was that at? So whenever you get people to tap, tap into their sensory emotions, then they're really placing themselves back in that memory. And when they do that, they're feeling the emotions that they felt at that time. So uh, that's super important. The last thing that I wanted to go over in the actual ATM is on the – bear with me, I'm getting to it. So the emergency response system. Guys, um, it's very easy to get through the first few pages of the ATM, and then you start to get information, and you're writing things down, and you're getting to the quotes, and – They've agreed to a certain amount, and you're like, yes, and so you're writing it up. It's important to work this entire system. Um, The ATM is set up to help you get referrals, which is free money essentially for you. Um, It helps you find safe money. So play the whole game. So um, after you get the quotes and you have um, started to write up the policy, Um, It's important to talk about the emergency response system. Um, If you guys have not learned about the emergency response system, I definitely recommend either looking on the Alliance Media app. Um, uh, James Coleman does an amazing training on how to utilize the emergency response system to get 10 to 15 referrals per person in the home. And what does that mean? That means 10 to 15 free leads for yourself. So um, look that up on uh, the Alliance Media app. I believe it was an activity call or a product call. I I don't hold me to that, but definitely search for it and um, utilize that 
the emergency response system, it's real simple. I'll just do a brief overview for you. So what I say to my clients is, Bob, Sue, um, now that we've got this uh, squared away and we're going to get this application submitted for you, I definitely wanted to go over one last thing with you. There's currently over a billion dollars that's unclaimed in life insurance money in America. Now, I don't want your money to be a part of that billion dollars. So why is there over a billion dollars in unclaimed life insurance in America? Most of it is because the beneficiaries didn't know that they were beneficiaries on a policy. So what we've done to help you with that is we have set up an emergency response system to make sure that your death claim will be paid immediately to your beneficiary. And how I'm going to do that is I am going to get 10 to 15 names from each one of you of people outside of your direct family. That way I can, I'm going to get their names and their phone numbers and I'm going to contact them and I'm going to let them know that I'm your agent and I got you set up and I want them to have my contact information. That way, if anything happens to you, they have my information and they can call me. Because when something happens to you, you're not going to be around to call me, right? And I'm nodding my head, which is a uh, physical gesture to get them to agree with you. So at that point, I'm going to gather information. And they love this. I literally sold a policy last week simply because of the emergency response system. She was going back and forth between a mail-in offer and going with me. My policy was about $5 more expensive a month, but I explained to her that with that $5, she was going to get me as her agent, somebody that was going to check on her every year, somebody that was going to put together an emergency response system and contact those people that were in her close um, family, friends group, and make sure that they had my information. And doing a mail-in policy meant that she wasn't going to have all those things. That meant that if she wanted to change anything, she would have to sit on hold with the insurance company. With me as her agent, I can do those service things for her because that's what I'm here for. And because of that, and because of the emergency response system, I was able to sell a policy that was $5 more expensive than what she was quoted through a mail-in policy. So um, this is huge. It's important that we play the whole game. Definitely look up um, that audio from James Coleman. He does an amazing job, and he gives a script on what you say whenever you call these emergency response people and how you can eventually set up an appointment to go and take care of them and uh, get them squared away with life insurance as well. So um, use the whole system. Andy Albright set it up for a reason because he knows that it works. And as long as we follow it, we are going to uh, get rich and help lots of families and do the right thing for the people that we're out there uh, serving. So um, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, it is Thursday. Hopefully you guys are going to a dial session today if you're not at the Leadership Academy and uh, you are getting around the team, setting lots of appointments, and going out there and serving families. So I'm fired up. I love you guys. Have a great weekend.